0: Thank you for joining the Dr. Whisperer. I am your host, Sharon Feckety, and I am happy to bring you a show where we talk about the business of medicine. I hope that you enjoy it. Please feel free to share, subscribe, and pass it on. Enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. We are going to talk the business of medicine today, as we often do here on the Dr. Whisperer podcast. And I'm always proud and honored to speak to a badass mom um, who's also a doctor and a wife and a mother of two and is selling product online. All the things that I love, all of the business of medicine things that I love. So, uh, first and foremost, welcome to the show, Dr. Shivani Gupta. How are you today?
1: Thank you. I'm doing great.
0: Good, good, good. So um, love that you have a good background. You are obviously in the business of medicine. You understand that me looking at your nostril holes is probably not great. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) So I'm very intrigued um, as I've done a little deep dive myself and, and I love to be an audience member when I'm doing an interview to learn the real story because I think that stories are so important in the business of medicine. So can you just tell me how you uh, got started on this entrepreneurial journey? Sure. So
1: my parents are entrepreneurs. They moved from India to America with $25 in their pocket and with a dream of just building a successful family, a successful foundation. And I grew up in an entrepreneurship endeavor. They went from nothing to within 20 years, having a company with $30 million in inventory Hmm. financed under their warehouses. So it was like such a fast trajectory of growth. And I got to work for them. So every summer, every three-day weekend, back in the 80s, we were kids who actually listened to our parents and went to work with them, unlike now. And I learned so much. I learned by by sitting in the sales department, by being my dad's personal assistant, sitting in the accounting department. Um, And I always knew I would be an entrepreneur. So when I applied to college, I wanted to go to a business school. I wanted to learn how to be an entrepreneur. I went to Babson in Boston and I learned about social entrepreneurship. Mm. And that's where everything really clicked for me. I was like, oh, so we can own businesses, create awesome things in the world and impact the world. Yes, this is what I'm here for. Mm. And that was the perfect really creation for me. So since I graduated college, I've been on this entrepreneurial journey, creating different businesses to impact the planet.
0: That's awesome. So how did it start? And I ask this question because um, it's funny. I always introduce all of my physicians that I've worked with through the years, and especially my women doctors that I've worked with, because I think it can, I know it can be very scary for anybody to uh, make a jump from corporate to um, their own private practice, um, certainly, um, in medical school, one of my doctors is texting me right now. Um, they're, they're, they're scared to leave what is so comfortable. Right. And you have this, what, wow, what a blessing, right? I'm sure you didn't think when you were working for your family, growing up, it was such a blessing. right? True. <laughs> I'm sure my, my stepson is 18 and, and listens to me talk about business all the time. Doesn't think it's, you know, wonderful. Maybe one day though, he'll be impacted by it. Um, So what was it that catapulted you to do something on your own? Because I know that that story didn't, you share with me before um, I hit record today about this journey that you've been on with helping other physicians, and then you, you created your own vision for yourself. So tell me that journey.
1: Sure. So growing up, I ended up having an immune system that just wasn't as strong as those around me. Mm. And by high school, I was getting sick all the time and I was taking really strong antibiotics every month, like Augmentin. And every time we traveled to India as a family, I get catastrophically sick. And mm. finally, by the time I hit college, I was fed up and I was like, there has to be a better way. If there's people like me who get sick constantly and and have this horrible issue, there must be others. And so that's when I discovered Ayurveda and yoga, which exist from mm-hmm. India. And I said, I need to go down that route. I need to find how we can take the healing modalities and the wisdom from India and bring it into the U.S. in a way that works for us. And so while I was on that journey post-college, I got married. And it turns out I married into this all-physician, all-surgeon, MD family. Wow. So I'm coming from a business family, right? I'm marrying into a medical family. Mm-hmm. And as I looked around, I was like, you guys work so hard you have gone through college, taken on this massive debt to become rock stars, saving people's lives, preventing them from going blind, putting their bones back together when they're shattered. And is society really rewarding you for what you're doing? And so as I've been married 18 years now, I went through my journey. I had my kids. So I needed small businesses that would allow me to have the flexibility to have a healthy, organic pregnancy, raise my children the way I wanted. So there was a good time period where I just built a marketing company around supporting doctors. Mm. I supported my husband and his brother's practices, and then I supported others once I knew and learned what worked and what didn't work. I would guinea pig on the family business and then take out what worked to apply to outside clients. And it's been a fascinating journey because to me, I find it sad. That medicine nowadays is this hamster wheel of so much work. They're getting paid less and less over time. Um, They're very um, discontent. Like there's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of um, them not being rewarded at the level I think they deserve for what they're doing. And truly, I I manage the marketing team now, actually, for the practices. I stepped back in post-pandemic. They were like, listen, it's been five years. We really need a a tweaking and a revamp. And all the marketing materials are old and the websites are old, everything. I said, fine, I'll build you a quick team and I've got to step out again because I've got my own big vision Mm -hmm. and endeavor I'm building over here. Um, But as I saw that happen, I was like, you know, there has to be ways that physicians can build ancillary revenue and more opportunities for them to stabilize the revenue and income in these businesses, since there's so many pressures on that entity. And and it's just been fascinating. I I really do think of physicians as rock stars who save lives. And they have that Western approach, which in acute situations and many situations is phenomenal. And then I come at it from a fully integrative you know, Ayurvedic holistic approach, and we have our role in terms of prevention, in terms of supporting with chronic issues, getting to root causes, and the two are actually so beautifully symbiotic. Mm. And so when I meet physicians, I'm like, what are your ancillary revenue goals? I think you should bring in more things. What are you doing that's not insurance-based? You know, you have all this retail space up here. You think of it as a waiting room. I think of it as retail space. What are you going to give as solutions and new tools to your patient who's coming in here asking for help? Mm. And how could I support you on that journey? So after I studied Ayurveda, I realized I did my master's in Ayurvedic sciences and I did my PhD in turmeric. Mm. And because I did my PhD on turmeric, I got obsessed with turmeric, became <laughs> an evangelist of turmeric and thought, wow, what if all the physicians in this country, when they said to us were inflamed, gave us a natural potent solution. Mm. And that's what I set out to build.
0: It's beautiful. I love that story. I think it's, um, obviously we share that. I call it, um being a bodyguard for doctors. I really feel like it's one of many purposes for, um, this higher source in my, my life to, to be here is to help doctors navigate through the business of medicine, because I too feel like, wow, you, I I say it often, if I was a doctor, I'd have that tattooed on my forehead. (laughs) because what you do and the influence you can have on somebody making beneficial choices to their health which can only help you in your business um it is kind of amazing though that the resistance of what we had mentioned before but you know I don't want to sell out I don't want to be that doctor that has all of these supplements that's very chiropractor I've <laughs> actually had doctors say that to me That's very, I'm not a chiropractor, I'm an MD or I'm a DO and it's a shame, right? And then I know a lot of integrative medicine physicians that have actually taken that approach and it has brought them not only additional revenue, but additional opportunities, right? Speaking opportunities, PR opportunities. So can you um, talk to me about uh, what you've done? Because I, I'm, I'm loving this modern program of fusionary formulas that you've done. And I, I realize how many doctors I've seen throughout my 10 year consulting, uh, tenure, I don't know what I'm saying. Cause I'm thinking of all these doctors that are like flowing through my mind that have done this kind of private white label, mm-hmm but then get, you know, they get like a bag from the dollar store and you're laughing. If you're listening, you can't see, and it, the packaging is terrible. And I looked at yours and it's beautiful. It's all about that business of medicine, that marketing, those skills that you have that has allowed you to design beautiful products that are also very beneficial. So why don't you share a little bit of that journey with us?
1: Sure. Sure. You know, we're not all great at marketing and branding. And so, like we mentioned earlier, it's important to hire people who know how to do those things. I enjoy branding doctors. Marketing and branding Mm. is is a passion of mine. I've been doing it since 2004. Like I built Mm. a clothing line, I branded that beautifully. So to me, making things beautiful is important. And it's interesting because in medicine, certain fields are doing it. Dermatology, brands well. Plastics, brands well. Dentistry right now, brands well you can see as younger doctors come into yes. the marketplace there, they know the importance of branding upfront. They get into their Instagram stuff early on. Yes. And so it's really fascinating to watch as, as the marketplace shifts and as some people are getting left behind, sadly. So I wish I could just go to them and say, Hey, like there's easy ways to fix this. Yes. It's not that hard. Um, but with fusionary, I built fusionary seven years ago. And my goal was I just want to build the tool. If I build the tool, I know Mm. they will use it, but the tool has to work. Otherwise I'm surrounded by surgeons. I see it. If if the tool doesn't work, they're not going to reach for it and use it. They need quick, easy solutions that fit into their practice pattern. Mm. And so what I did when I built Fusionary, I've sought out to get the most potent curcumin I could find in the world. And my factory was like, you are crazy. Nobody, (laughs) nobody uses an ingredient like this. There's no way. This ingredient cost is too high. No one pays that much for a kilogram of curcumin. And I was like, look, call me crazy, but I actually don't care to make money. I'm actually here to prove a point first. Let's Mm -hmm. prove the point. And I bet eventually I will make this business model work. But first I had to prove we could be as effective as the anti-inflammatories that they're using and prescribing all day. Right. Because otherwise they're not going to reach for a natural solution. It doesn't work in their practice pattern. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I built. I built it to work because my family history of diabetes and everything, I knew I needed to reduce inflammation in my body. I knew I needed an immune system that worked and I wanted to see if I could do it. So I built the product and we actually had an old branding before we just rebranded in 2020 to make it way more beautiful and vibrant. And I have two models for doctors. So one is carry it wholesale and, and sell it to the patient, recommend it, and they can buy it right there instantly for instant gratification most of my doctors are like, wait a minute, I'm right. not a retail outlet. I don't know about that. I don't want to look like I sell. And so I created a different model for them where when I have a brochure, they can hand it to the patient and recommend it. Mm-hmm. I also have a prescription pad where they can hand it to the patient, like a prescription and patient can order it online. Practice still makes a referral fee because they deserve it. They're, they're the people who are sitting there doing the work, taking the time, explaining it to the patient. And I also made it easy where I put my phone number and my face on the brochure so the doctor can say, call her. She's the tumor girl. She'll answer those questions. Because again, mm-hmm. patient doesn't, doctor doesn't have more than a couple of minutes per patient with the way that they're moving through their day and the number of, you know, surgeries, clinic interruptions, all the things that they get. So I really built it to be easy. And this year it's been interesting because we're post-pandemic the doctors are much more open-minded. They're like, Mm. you know what? My patient asks me for a natural alternative all day. They ask me about turmeric all day. I get this question all the time. So this is great. Actually. I'll just hand them, hand them your brochure and tell them you're the natural solution. I'm like, yes, Yes. thank you. (laughs) I I love that. I'm happy to be the natural solution for all of you because every subspecialty is saying we have something itis and we have inflammation. So yeah. my main job is I call on orthopedics, rheumatology, chiropractic, internal medicine. Um, I think that's it. functional medicine, love functional medicine, they get it.
0: Are you still running your medical practice like it's 1990? Well, what about Riva Global Medical Virtual Assistance? A medical virtual assistance, I promise you, is the way to run your medical practice today. Why? Because you can save, I don't know, thousands of dollars No more paying for health insurance, no more worrying about office space. You also have trained professionals. These wonderful human beings get trained and they have a client service manager that makes sure that your VA, that you're working with for your practice is hitting all the goals that you need to make sure that your practice is run efficiently and friendly. Check out Revo Global Medical Virtual Assistance today. Are you tired of the one-on-one grind? You want to break free from the brick-and-mortar practice and work from anywhere, ready to impact more lives, work less, all while making more money? Sound too good to be true? It's not. You can actually learn how to do all of this and more at the first annual In This Together live event that's happening in Orlando, Florida on February 20th to the 22nd, 2023. Join your host, Dr. Kylie Burton, and other world-class speakers for an event unlike any other you've attended. And it's for practitioners only. These tickets will sell out, so grab yours quickly. We will provide the link to this event in the show notes. Click. We interrupt this awesome podcast to share with you about our sponsor, Thai Technology. Thai Technology was founded with the thought that every customer deserves exceptional customer services. So if you know of any company that has a phone system where the auto attendant doesn't really sound good, you press one and you think you're going to go to a live person, but you end up with a broken recording, it's probably time that you call Thai Technology. And if you mention this podcast, you will get the first three months for free. So make sure you mention the doctor was for a podcast show. Check them out. Yeah. So
1: it's been an interesting journey because I'm, I'm supporting on multiple levels. One, the patient gets deinflamed without taking a drug or without taking something that's going to cause side effects and GI upset. Secondly, physician has a natural solution to offer, and they look good because the patient wants doctors who are more open minded holistic and who hear them. And so by offering a natural solution, you're saying, Hey, I hear you that you have a different mindset than what I'm typically going to reach for in my toolbox. Here's another tool that I'm open to recommending. It's a mm-hmm. medical grade curcumin made in the U S and I trust this woman. I've, I've seen her and met her. And then number three, ancillary revenue, like you said, mm-hmm. we're in, in, it's a business and they need ancillary revenue coming into that business model because of how expensive it is to really be a doctor
0: nowadays. Jeez. Yeah. I, I'm like, I have a million business ideas running through my mind, just because of what you're saying. I remember, um, a physician came to me to, um, in the beginning, right before the pandemic hit. And she said that she was ready to break out and she wanted to, um, she had a company that she worked with that did these supplements that she really believed in. And I said, verbatim, this is a no brainer, especially because you're a physician. So the physician is going to buy into what the physician is recommending. Same. I mean, the fact that you, um, went through all of the schooling, have done the marketing, have done the branding, everybody within your sphere is a physician. (laughs) Right. They will believe I believe, I believe in what you're recommending. I believe that this can help my patients, but i I love the choice of them just saying, because most of them don't want to do it, right? They don't want to set up the retail shop. There's a real resistance, even post or still in pandemic, whatever. I live in Florida, so do you, so we don't even know there was one at times.
1: <laughs> it's been
0: very open <laughs> these yeah. last few years. Um, so I think that it's it's really great this physician though um what is such a uh a, a, not disappointment but um it's just it's it's sad to hear that she decided not to do it sure because it was too hard it is hard it's building a product building yes. any
1: product and marketing it is the same work it takes to be a physician and build that business. I have to do SEO I have to figure out online marketing I have to figure out ads one day in my life when I have time so there's there's so much work involved there's yeah. only so many jobs we can have and and right. i hang out with physicians they're exhausted at the end of their day <laughs> so you're telling me after 8 p.m. they're going to magically create this new entity so yeah. that's where i think it's important to look at what are those things you're offering like our orthopedic practice has physical therapy i'm like why does pt not have a display of orthotics a display of the flip-flops for those of us who have plantar fasciitis sometimes like there's so many opportunities to curate and select what's great and then offer it as a solution to those people who are suffering acutely. Um, And so many of my physicians start on the, I'll refer to you model. And then they move right into wholesale because the patient's like, but doc, I need it now. Mm. Just like I was going to go across the street to the pharmacy. I needed the solution now, please carry it and solve my problem now. And so then the physicians move over to that and then they just get in the habit. And that's part of my job, I guess, is to create the habit of you can carry something, you can recommend it. You can have a separate square or something and, and have that pathway set up through your practice as well.
0: So would you say that more of the physicians are just comfortable referring the business to you, which thank you very much, doc. I'll take it right. Sure. Cause you, you could have, you know, way more of a piece of the pie for that, but do you find them doing, taking that opportunity more to just send it to your product line and, and having them buy it directly from you?
1: Yeah. I mean, the dropship model is easier, right? I right. go in, I set up marketing materials across the rooms and waiting room. They're custom coded to the physician, no inventory outlay. Office manager doesn't have to deal with it. But I think that practices are getting more aware. And mm. the office manager who's looking at the bills is realizing, uh, we need solutions and we need them here. And the patient wants it. So it's usually orthopedics and functional medicine that I see that's like, actually, yes. Or direct primary care physicians, or younger physicians, are like, uh, I'm going to want that revenue soon, not later. I'll mm-hmm. carry it now. I will talk to my patient about it. If patient wants it, I'll solve the problem now. So there, it just depends on the mindset of the practitioner,
0: right? And well, that's the key, right? How do we how do we break through? How mm-hmm. do we get them to understand how valuable it is? And it can be so simple, like you mentioned you know the the dentists the plastic surgeons the dermatologists um they have really taken an understanding as you know the patients trust them with you know talking about their skin and how to protect their skin why wouldn't they trust them with doing these aesthetic procedures you know when i hear about the anesthesiologist that has decided to open up a weight loss clinic and then offer aesthetics Why wouldn't the OBGYN practices do that where women are going to them about going into menopause? Like, hello, just hit 50. If my gynecologist was telling me that I should start taking doing this certain blood work to test these levels to see if I would benefit, sold. It's true.
1: It's true. It's kind of like when they signed up to do what they do, they signed up to do it this way. And modern day times is requiring them to do this shift. And Mm -hmm. the shift is painful because they've built the machine one way. So what I see succeeding is you build new machines on top. Right. So that's why it's new practice or new place because there's tax IDs, there's rules, there's laws, there's liability, there's stark laws. There's so many things that limit what they can do. They almost have to create new and separate entities and you have to have a great management team and team to do that. That's not easy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Amen to that sister. You know, um, but I think it is very hard for the physicians to just trust that somebody is going to really help them and not take advantage of them. Sure. We see that all the time. Right. Yeah. And that office manager that you mentioned, you would hope it's, well, we've seen enough front office staff members become the office manager. Yep unfortunately, um, or fortunately, but you know, they're not always thinking about that bottom line because they came into the practice, just answering the phone, right? So we have to have bigger thinkers coming into these practices to allow them to make these, uh, these big changes and shifts that can help their bottom line. So as a busy wife and, and mother of two, Um, entrepreneur, all the things, how, how do you do it all and then implement this um, wonderful self-care that you believe in so much as do I?
1: It's a great question. You know, I think that if we invest in our health very deliberately, we can build the energy we need to do everything we want in life. So for me to do the masters while my kid was born and turning one and two and all those things, I had to just structure life like, okay, Saturday mornings, I study you, you've got the kid and then you've got your patients. And and it's really about understanding team building within the home flow systems. So to me, self-care is first, Mm -hmm. me managing my health and my workouts and investing in awesome sleep is second, me having structure in my life that allows me to have my morning workday, post-workday, kid time, bedtime. Like I have a lot of structure Mm -hmm. and that's what allows me to get work done in each section of my day. Like I look at my day in four phases and it's like, well, a lot of times phase four is house management, errands, all the things I need to prepare for the next day. Um, And that's how I get it all done. And honestly, I have so much more I want to do. So I'm ready to invest in like cognitive health to work even better because My supplement company is growing like crazy. A hundred doctors are moving it. We're ready to move into a thousand doctors. I have advisors who are in 10,000 doctors offices. Um, And the impact, I mean, the impact is huge. I get phone calls every day about the impact I made. So I'm like, okay, I I just need more time. (laughs) Or since we can't build more time, I just need more energy in the time that I have Mm
0: -hmm. so that I can
1: keep building this thing, but also enjoy motherhood and, and those aspects of my life.
0: Yeah. And, you know, as we both mentioned before, sometimes we really just have to um, give some of that job out to the experts yes, so yes. you can do what you do best, which is being a creative genius, right? And, and behind the creative We need to put organizational uh, tactics into place. You know, I have so many doctors that say, oh, I I really want to do, I want to write more. I want to do blogs. I want to do podcasts. I want to do speaking gigs. I want to go to, yes. And all of that actually can be done, but you have to know how to manage your time Correct. and you have to be willing to trust some experts.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. If you're not willing to delegate um, all the things I'm not good at, I delegate. And I honestly need to do even more delegating. Mm -hmm. Uh, I got a COO into my company last year. Biggest game changer of my life. I'm actually only good at this and I'm not good at managing the money and the operation. So to hand that job to someone who I trust, all of a sudden it's like the whole business shifted Mm -hmm. into far more successful because Mm -hmm. I can go out there and meet people all day. I can say, this is what turmeric does. I'm here to help you. Let's go. And then I go to her and I go, here's the account. Can you take right. care of all the rest of the stuff that has to happen? I'm going to go to the next one and the next one and the next one.
0: Yeah. I mean, and focusing on what you really enjoy and what lights you up is so beneficial. I am absolutely the same. I, Accounting, bookkeeping, none of that stuff uh, lights me up, but I know it lights others up. <laughs> Some exactly. people live for the Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> True, exactly. So what is, um, what is 2023? looking like for you? have I'm sure as an organized, successful entrepreneur like yourself, you have thought about some new goals for the new year. So can you share some of that with us so we can know what to look forward to?
1: Sure. In my marketing firm where I manage practice marketing, my goal is to continue to drive revenue for the doctors without them outlaying so much. We tested a lot this year in terms of what works and what doesn't, Um, and so we're going to keep iterating and playing and experimenting, but it's been good because we're very much about the doctors have an incredible reputation. We're going to use that as our launch pad and consistently market to their network to consistently build all the referrals into the main entity. So to me, it's kind of like a game. It's not Mm. my business, it's theirs. And so I get to constantly play with all the pieces that support them. Um, I'm going to push them to do a lot more, um, product through the office, not, not just mine, cause I love mine, but I want them to recommend, like I mentioned, orthotics solutions yeah. for that patient, whether it's plantar fasciitis or back pain or whatever, I think there's opportunity and we're leaving it all on the table. Um, in fusionary formulas, I've got grand plans. Like we are going to move into a lot more doctor's offices. I have a whole rep team who wants to work with me, an international rep Um, And we have clinical trials that are about to be published. So finally, seven years in, my clinical science will be published, which is what I was waiting for, for so many more doctors to recommend us to the patients. Um, Mm. And so that's my goal is just to grow through the doctors to offer that natural solution um, and really exponentially grow how many offices we're in. And then as an Ayurvedic practitioner, I like to really selectively work with a few women at a time. Mm-hmm. where I help them understand how Ayurveda can give us the energy we need, how we can fix our gut health, align to circadian rhythm, as, as, align to our dosha. So I have a six-week program I built, and I run it probably three times a year. And I was going to let it go because I was like, well, I have fusionary. I can't do everything. Right. But I think when you build love projects that impact, mm-hmm. where you get to just pour your love in, you can't let them go. So I just decided I'm going to do method in January. It's called fusionary method. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to help women move through that journey because just like myself, I so many times have gotten burnt out, exhausted, couldn't do everything, wanted to quit. Um, and so I want to show women how we can build like our energy channels mm-hmm. to get what we want.
0: Yeah. I think that's so great. It really, when it's a passion project, it's really hard to, to let it go. And it's, a, it's something personal, right? I mean, you, you've been able to heal yourself. Yeah. Um, right. So why not give that gift to others um, that can benefit from it? So, well, I'm really excited about all of what you're doing. I appreciate you coming. I hope you'll consider coming back sometime next year. and And let's talk a little bit more about that program, because I do think that there's so many women that um can benefit I've learned so much um just about chakras and yes. you know what works for me and who I am and my chemical makeup and and how important is it to be really proactive about our immune systems uh hello. exactly <laughs> if we've learned anything over the last few years, I hope we have learned that is actually a thing. Exactly. We should be taking care, we should be proactive, preventative health instead of sick care, right exactly yeah well thank you for being here today thank you thanks for having me so if you want to party like it's 1999 but run your medical practice like it's 2022 don't forget to check out reva global medical virtual assistance Don't forget to grab your tickets to the first annual In This Together Live event in Orlando, Florida, happening on February 20th to the 22nd, 2023, with your host, Dr. Kylie Burton. Grab your tickets now, link in show notes. So don't forget, if you mention that you've seen the show or listened to it on the podcast, mention Thai Technology and you will get three months for free.